good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the 469 <laughs> adam and phil here with you as always bringing you all that there is to know about nothing that's a great way to put it adam i believe that is accurate all we we started charting again this week in the u.s i don't know yeah. if you saw that i did uh for apple podcast improv I did. We were down 13. Do you think it was our conversation with Jesus that helped? Oh, for sure. That was pretty killer. I my I had my kids listen to that session. They were laughing their ass off. We listened to it probably four times. And they couldn't believe that actually happened. Much like everybody know that was not scripted. That just happened organically. We happened to call Mission Texas. Hello. This is Jesus speaking. Likewise. Likewise. I love it. Have a seat, John. Put on the headphones. Oh, different John, yes. But he can sit down and join us, too. Yeah, pull that mic right in close. Yeah, just get right on it. If you're going to be on the mic, you need to be on the mic. We're just starting. We just kicked off this episode literally perfect. a minute and 10 seconds ago. So, Phil, Pretty i got to ask you, what it, was that your truck out there that has a dent in it? Oh, God damn it. We're going to start. So this is what we're going to do today. I, I, just, I noticed yeah, that when it's rolled in. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Like this what, is what, the actual. This is what we're gonna do today. So <laughs> uh, I'll tell you about my day. You're, you're, gonna, about you're yours. gonna get me all wound up. All right. So way back on March 10th, that was a Friday, and it was snowing a lot. And I got out of work, and I happened to stop at the old Silver Tavern in Deckerville, the old STD. And I always park out on the street because I've got the truck. And I had cleared the driveway. I was plenty, plenty south of the driveway for anybody swinging out. You know the mouth of the driveway. Lo and behold, though, somebody comes in about midnight and says, whose maroon truck is that out there? Because somebody just hit it. Oh, my. And so's, yes, someone hit my truck. I'd had it for two months, two whole months. This is why we can't have nice things. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. John Crazier joining us, by the way, over here. Thanks for joining us, John. Thank but, you, Phil. Um, yeah, so that's how we ended up with that. And then... I file the police report and everything, and of course, I'm dealing... So I call Central Dispatch on Saturday morning, because I'm like, no use dealing with this tonight, because... And, you know... So so they're like, all right, somebody will call you back. So I wait around a little what bit, because... I don't know. We were doing something, I think. I was up to something. And uh, no call, no call. And finally, I'm like, well, I guess maybe on Sunday I'll get a call back. No call, no call. And that's when I was off from work, because I was between the jobs. I had the two weeks off. So come Friday, I'm like, I'll just go find the, the local chief of police here because he's on on weekdays. So I literally pull out of my driveway, go to the corner because I live right on the corner, and he, he rolls around the corner. And uh, he's like, Phil, he's like, I've been meaning to get to you, but I figured I'd get to you tonight. At the, We had a uh, village council meeting that night I had to go to anyway. He's like, uh, so what happened? And I told him. And then he's like, he's like, a bunch of savages in this town. Because I said, yeah, new truck. He's like, what is it, you know, year and everything? I'm like, yeah, how long have you had? I'm like, two months. He's like, oh, boy. So uh, so then he says to me, oh, Fred, Fred says to me, so if you want to just text me your information, like send me pictures of your, you know, license, insurance, and, uh, and registration, I'm like, I don't have your number. So he gave me his number. No big deal. I took pictures and sent it to him. And I go and sit down, and he's like, I just have one question for you. And I'm like, oh, boy. He's like, do you know who did it? And I went, no. He's like, he's like, okay. He's like, is it worth investigating? I'm like, no. So, so you don't, you do know who? Oh, did I it, know 100 percent who did it. Ah, yeah, I know 100 percent who did it. So then we deal with that, and then I got really busy with things, and my insurance company's like calling me like a crack whore every fucking day. Like, we got to get on this. You got to get an estimate. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, I'm fucking busy. You know, like, Jesus, I pay you people for Christ's sake. But anyway. Isn't it funny how that works with insurance companies? Like, right. you They're never just, hear from them, yeah. and then the second something goes wrong, they are on you. Yeah, like, we need to get this done. We need to get this done. Like, this incident happened on March 10th. It's now, you know, March 32nd. We need to get this shit done, you know? And so anyway, so the motherfuckers, so here's what happened. You see, what had happened was, so then I know the guy that I want to fix it, because it's a 2020, it has 35,000 miles on it. I want the fucking thing fixed right. I don't want somebody to just fucking mud the shit slop it fucking paint it whatever so i go to a guy that very reputable that i know is going to do a great job he sits down with me explains everything he's going to do and the estimate was astounding guess what the estimate was 
for that. Yeah, because oh. the rocker panel's fucked up. He's got to remove the whole section of rocker. Uh, let's treat this like the price is right. Over or under 10000 Under. Okay. But. Uh, over five? Yes. Uh, six. Oh, my God. Seven? Seven, oh. 76. 7,600. So he submits it. The next day, two days later, I get a fucking text from my insurance company. Hey, you know, this is an automated thing. We can do this. You just need to take some pictures, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was just a, an addendum to everything he had done because he, he called me on Tuesday. I took it to him on Monday. He called me on Tuesday and said he submitted the estimate to my, my agent. And this was on Thursday. So finally, Friday, I take pictures and, or pictures and everything. I get a, a thing back from State Farm. All right, your estimate's done. Estimates done. What the fuck? I thought maybe I looked. I thought maybe John had turned his in. No, we figured it out. And our estimators say, you know, $1,455 worth of damage. I'm like, what? And then I get an email and a call 45 minutes later. Yeah, we cut you a check for that. Just take it to a, a body shop and get it fixed. And I'm like, so they're like, cut me a check. Yeah, whatever he wants to do. Let's pause for a second here. What do you have? Good choice. But anyway, um, so I'm starting to get spooled up like they fucking sent me a check. I look at the estimate. Their estimate isn't for any material. It's just for labor. It's just for paint. And it's just like buff out and paint. I'm like, you got that from these shitty ass pictures I took with my old ass iPhone. That is going to be $1,455 worth of damage. So I'm fucking pissed. You can ask her about it. So I call my agent on, this must have been Thursday. I call my agent on Friday. Well, the person I'm supposed to talk to, I need to talk to about this isn't here. We'll call you back on Monday. Did I get a call today? Fuck and no. So I ended up leaving State Farm because of very similar. Oh, and if they want to try to chintz out and cheap out on fixing my fucking brand new truck, they can. Sh I'm going to drive it right up somebody's ass. They they had their. I already adjusters. told her. I already told her I'm going to light the fucker on fire and drive it right through their front window. Tell me how you really feel. Because if you want to fucking chintz out and cheap out on fixing a forty thousand dollar truck, well, of course I didn't they even, do. Yeah. Well, so, if, if you chintz out and cheap out and do $1,400 worth of repair on a $40,000 truck, it's now a $25,000 truck. So I, I had a, uh, you know, our journey, we hit, we hit a yeah. deer with it, of course. Anyway, end rant. And then they, they said the same thing. We, I took it up to Tubbs. I got an estimate. They gave me the estimate. It was like Tubbs' estimate was like 3800 bucks. Right. And, I mean, it looked like a cracked bumper. Same thing. They made me send in pictures. I sent in the pictures. They're like, I, I think they came up with like 2200 Right. To replace the bumper and a little bit of paint and all that. And that, and Tubbs is like, we, we can't even do the labor for this. Right. <laughs> you know, so. So anyway, I know. They, they did they did adjust sure, it back, though. I'm sure it'll get resolved, but God, it had me all fucking wound up last week. So tell so me. So I'm wound up about it as it is. I finally washed it yesterday for the first time since it got hit because I was so pissed off. I'm like, what the fuck is the use of washing the goddamn thing? Just got a big old dent in it because somebody doesn't give a fucking shit. So, yeah, so now you can see it more. So tell me, is it worse knowing who hit it, or is it worse knowing who didn't hit your vehicle? Because I've had to have me. Somebody hit my vehicle, and I yeah. didn't know who did it. I think it's worse knowing who, because I have quite a bit of animosity, and he knows he did it. He was really, yeah. He should not have been driving is the best I can phrase that, because that's, that's the best way I can put it legally without getting somebody in trouble. I have an idea and, uh, who you're referring to. Right. But and he's, So he knows he did it, and he's talked to people about it, but he has yet to mention it to me. Uh-huh. Well, that's a dick move. Right. Was he an asshole? The reason I... The reason was I, it you? No, it was not me. <laughs> no, I, unless I magically grew a red car. Oh, huh. the plot thickens. Yeah. So... Well, I only know that from the scuff marks on it, that it had to be a red car. That's just being a, you know, well, it's a red truck and you have a car. But it's not a red car. <laughs> but I have two eyewitnesses that saw it happen, but I did not bring them into this either. So. We don't want to bear false witness now, do we? Cor correct, right? <laughs> that's just hearsay. They, you know, they hear it and then they say it. Allegedly. Allegedly. So anyway, that's the plight of the truck. So I'm just, you can ask her, I'm just fucking pissed about this whole thing. Sorry, I honestly my did not know. Brand new goddamn truck, the nicest vehicle I've ever bought in my life. Two months. Somebody has to be an asshole and fucking run into it. I've yeah. told her, I'm just ready to drive the thing into the lake and say, fuck it. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. I couldn't agree more. And you worked so hard for that, too. I know, right? There, there's, now he's going to get me even more wound up. Oh, sorry. No, I'm trying no, to bring good. it back down. It's good. <laughs> it took you a long time to go out and, like, get the gumption to buy that truck. That's fair. 
as he slams his beer glass down. <laughs> Fucking assholes. We might see an episode of Flamethrower Versus right here. <laughs> Right in front of us, it might happen. Which, that's big news. We have recorded, uh, the video's uh, been completed oh, for the first episode of Flamethrower. Now versus. the pressure's on producer guy. Now, well, I, 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 you got to teach me how to edit, and I need the software, and then maybe I could dabble in it a little bit, too. But but I'm, I know I'm not as good as you and Mary. I know you guys are, are good I'm at it. I'm probably going to make Mary do it. I, that's okay. So we we filmed Flamethrower versus, can I reveal it? Yeah. Flamethrower versus Peeps. Over 300 plus oh, peeps. Oh, that was on a Snapchat yeah. story. Yeah, or, yeah. No, to me, yeah it was say. Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Snapped, yeah. I snapped a bunch of people with it, yeah. How nasty do those things look when they're totally melted down like that? You want to see? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they do not smell good. It does not smell good at all. Here, here you go. That's what they look like after you've taken a flamethrower to 320 of them. That looks like something I would put like on my drywall to make it right. like hold together. Exactly. That looks nasty. I'm it, pretty sure it is some sort of glue. And people it, eat that shit. It's the yep. It's the same consistency of some hemorrhoid creams I've used in the past. <laughs> oh, good god. <laughs> There's an image. <laughs> also, I'd like to uh, plug our new no line cat of applicator. Our new line of uh, flamethrower versus hemorrhoid creams. <laughs> we should do that one next. So we've already got flamethrower versus... we got lots of ideas. I won't reveal them yet. Could just be flamethrower versus hemorrhoids. <laughs> just have some asshole bending over. Yeah. I bet you the person that hit my car has hemorrhoids. I could take care of two things in one fell there swoop. There you go. You can say what burns my ass. Yeah. Well, you know here what you go. burns my ass? You're about to find out. <laughs> You're about to find out. No, I... You know, you I sent some of the snaps me. I sent. Go ahead. I, I haven't even got to look all the way through them yet. Yeah. Not so, through all of them. I looked through some of them. But. Some of the snaps I sent, people were like, that thing's intense. I'm like, I know. My kids were just giddy about it because they were out there filming for me. Is that yours or did you borrow that from Ramrod? No, that's mine. That's my, I've, I've had mine for what? Two two plus years now? Two and a half years? Yeah. What the dog doing? Uh, almost three. So you see what had happened was I got my tax return back. I actually got money back and I'm like, this is found money because I typically don't get money back. What's like, that like? So I said, <laughs> I'm going to buy a flamethrower and a smoking jacket. And I did. You filed tax returns? Sometimes. <laughs> I just falsify all of it. Wow. Yeah, cue the audit. <laughs> I just filed another extension you, you know from the, 2012. You know the go, you know the government's listening out there. Probably. Turn yeah. your phone over. That's right. Absolutely. No, I do my taxes on the up and up every year. Ugh. I do too. I don't like it. But that year, because normally I like to play a little game because I don't like to give the government a no interest loan. So I try to get it as close to a zero as I can. Yeah. This year I did pretty well. $29 I owed a federal and seven to state. So that's Not pretty bad. damn good. Not that, bad. That's like, yeah. you, you can't get any closer like I haven't di really dialed in. But this year, I, I well, something happened, a life event or something. So I ended up getting like 900 bucks back. So I'm like, flamethrower, 700 bucks. Smoking jacket, 200 bucks. Make it happen. No brainer. Nice. Yes. So I bought a, I bought a flamethrower. And then we've had the concept of flamethrower versus. We released that graphic a year ago. Yeah, it was a solid year plus ago. Oh yeah. And I said, finally, thank the credit to Ben and Natalie, my kids. They're the ones that pushed me to go do this because they wanted to get out there. We had all the peeps. We bought them. They were ready. They're like, we got some time. I'm like, you know what? The weather's right. It's wet. The ground's wet. I've got the flamethrower. I just bought new batteries for it. It's dialed in. Let's go do it. And they helped, like, unbox all the peeps and everything. Got them all stacked up. They each recorded. They were my camera people. They each recorded, and they fucking had a blast with it. They had a ball. That's that's who's poking at it with a stick. I love my daughter's like, can I poke at it with a stick? And I, you know what I said? Fuck yeah, you can poke at it with a stick. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? That's what you're supposed to do with anything that you think is dead or gross. Come on, do something. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so they added some whimsy to the proceedings by, by... So the peeps didn't talk back when she poked them with a stick? No, not at all. Not at all. But now they're ready to do other ones. Like, they're already talking about it. Well, are we gonna do, we're going to do another one next time. I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to do another one next time. They loved it. I'll get Ben or Natalie. Natalie will do the flame. Ben probably doesn't want much to do with it, but my daughter will... Not, she's, a, not a pyrotechnic? She's ready, no, she's ready to wrap that thing off. She's the one that... She's the one that we're out there shooting a the BB gun. She's like, do we have anything bigger than this? And I'm like, Whoa! My boy's just like, you know, taking it serious, and he's like, this is fun. And my daughter's like, do we have anything bigger than this? More power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she literally did. We're out there with a the BB gun. She's like, is 10 pumps it? She's like, do we have anything bigger than this? <laughs> That's a reasonable question. Right. And I said, we got plenty of things bigger than this. Wait till we buy the next purchase is going to be the 50 cal. 
You know, what? I'm going to do that so anyway. Casual. Yeah, it's it's only fifty five hundred bucks. I'm going to do that anyway. Should I, mount, I should mount it in the back of my truck and program it to if anybody fucking backs into the thing. Have I there ever told go. the story about deer hunting with the fifty gal? No. So years ago, had uh, permission to hunt on a sod farm, and because it was more than six square miles concurrent land, yeah, we could hunt with. On the block permit, we could hunt with any caliber weapon. So you took available. a fifty cal out. We took a fifty cal out. There's this deal deer out out on this field, right? And it's just this lush green sod field, and it's this teeny tiny little deer. And so the guy gets out a big tarp and lays it down, and I'm like, "What the hell?" He's like, "Well, it's got a muzzle brake on it. If you shoot it without that tarp down, all the rocks and everything will blow back at you, and it'll right. actually embed in your skin." I'm like, "Jesus." Yeah, that's so intense. He pulls this thing out, right? And, and uh, we're looking through binoculars and stuff, and he touches that thing off, and your pant legs just, like, rattle back. I mean, right. it, it's just nuts. You look and like those old-timey movies when they're in, like, the, the A-bomb goes off and everybody's lips it, and everything are reverberating. Exactly. And they got the goggles on. <laughs> yeah. So we go out, we, we watch this deer, like, fly, like, what looked like about 30 foot through the air backwards, right? <laughs> And right before the guy who's shooting it shoots it, the guy who owns the gun is like, oh, yeah, by the way, gut shot it. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, shoot it in the guts. If you shoot it in the chest, it will just explode. <laughs> so he he gut shots it. We go out there, and you can see from where we're at, there's like this huge red streak in this beautiful sod field, right? There's just this huge red streak. We go out there. And this thing is literally, you could wrap your fingers around the spine that was holding the front end and the back end together. The lungs, the esophagus, everything was pulled out of that thing. The heart. And, uh, yeah, it was it was just absolutely disgusting. Just nothing left of the insides. Just a spray. <laughs> so here's, had, here's, had to be 50 foot long. Here's the one that I want. It's a Barrett M99. It's, it's, it's their base model, pretty much, but it's a beautiful gun. I mean, highly rated. I mean, they're more expensive. It's fifty-seven hundred bucks. But the, I was showing some asshole this, and he's like, "Oh, it's only a single shot." I'm like, "If you can't take care of what you need to take care of with one single shot from a fifty cal, you're doing it wrong." Exactly. <laughs> Look at what just Adam described there. There's yeah. nothing loves this thing. That's not a gun. That's a cannon. Oh, right? it, had, it, we, it had to be four hundred yard shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things, I've seen. I've seen on YouTube guys do twelve hundred yard shots with a fifty cal, like it's like it's their job. Oh, it's crazy. He's like telling the guy where to set the scope and all yeah. that. You know, I mean, it was just, it, it was very military like. But if I wanted to get the, the up model, the best one they make, pretty much the best 50 cal on the planet for, that civilians can get, it's this, it's this uh, Barrett uh, M107A1. Uh, it's got a capacity of 10 plus, but it's $13,000. <laughs> now, th this was a bolt action. Yeah, yeah. Overkill. Yeah, way overkill. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the the model was. Yeah, but the same guy who owned that. He's a class A gun dealer, right? But he also makes like a lot of Civil War reenactment. He's a blacksmith. He makes a lot of Civil War reenactment cannons and stuff. He had all that. Kind That's of fucking stuff out cool. There. I so bad wanted to shoot a deer with like a two and a half inch ball. Just Wouldn't watch that it go have been thud. awesome. <laughs> just thud. Just. <laughs> Uh, what's the last thing that went through that deer's mind? It's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sucks. <laughs> well, everything's hamburger from here on out, I guess. <laughs> Gee, so much for the backstraps. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's good stuff. But yeah, the truck. Yeah, thanks. I'm sorry. No, no, it's a good. I'm happy you noticed I, it and I, well, pointed it out. I mean, I didn't want to think it was yours, but you're about the only person I know that drives a truck of that color. Right. So, and I knew you were here. So. It's not maroon. It's Cajun red, by the way. But anyway. Uh, did I say maroon? No, I said maroon. Oh, okay. You said red truck, which red is correct, too. It's a shade of red. Okay. I said maroon because somebody said... So wait, you said Cajun red? Cajun red, yes. I, Cajun red. Is I've never what, heard that one before. That's what Chevrolet officially calls it. Chevrolet? Chevrolet, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Chevrolet calls it Cajun red. Cajun red. So should we also make a very high-powered laser? And a rail gun. Well, so, okay. Let's why not? Rail why gun. don't we just have the whole arsenal? I'm, we already have the flamethrower. We already have several other guns. Why don't we get the 50 cal? We'll make a rail gun. We'll make a laser. And then we'll make a huge trebuchet. So I, I have the starts of a rail gun. What's that? Yeah. Well, I, well we can make a potato gun. I oh, probably got one of my mom's already. Let me tell you about already. potato guns. Tell us more <laughs> about potato guns. Oh, man. When we were in college, so I lived in a fraternity house, and we had one neighboring to us, so they were having this big party. Yeah. So we were shooting at their back door, and they would come and like, 
look around the parking lot like, who's out there? Right. We did that three times. What the dog doing? Yeah, that too. And then finally, the, finally, after the third time, they opened the door. We shot and went into their back door. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, that was not supposed to happen. So my idea is this, and I talked about this with my cousin Mike, because between the two of us, we have a decent array of various guns, and we have a flamethrower, buy a 50 cal, maybe get a high-powered laser. Why not throw a potato gun into the mix? Yeah. And just put them all out there for somebody to be like, hey, for this, you get so many shots of this, this, and this. You pay us 100 bucks, you can come out and just fucking have some fun for, for 20 minutes or an hour. You or know so. how many people would take you up on that, Oh, too? I know. How like, many people would want to shoot it, have not shot or the opportunity to shoot like a 50 cal? That right there is worth, yeah. Get somebody from the city that's never heard of a potato gun before. You'd be right? surprised how many people would come out for that. And you can let them shoot that thing all day long. Be like, you can fire off the potato gun all you want. Yeah. Hey, potatoes aren't cheap. No. <laughs> so no, but neither are fifty cal rounds. Last I checked, they're like seventeen bucks a piece. So. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. So I. Uh, so you'd have to charge them more than hundred bucks, but probably like yeah, probably a hundred bucks. I, I have plans for a rail gun that'll shoot like a. I don't remember what millimeter it was, but it, it's like a almost a half inch ball bearing. Yeah. And I mean. Crazy, crazy way. We might have to hire an engineer for this project. <laughs> if yes. we could only find one. <laughs> right. Oh, hi, Phil. Oh, hey. Well, That's... I don't know a good one. <laughs> Solid burn. Ooh. God damn it. Got a little warm over here. Boy, and I had a gear grind before you came in guns a-blazing about the death. No, I'm not mad. I'm. It's good. It was good podcast. You got me. Anytime you can get me all spooled up, it's a good thing. Well, do you want to go more recent gear grind instead of from two months ago? <laughs> well, that's not right. A month ago. One month ago today. Or, sorry, Fuck. a month ago. I'm sorry. Time flies. I don't yeah. Know. Do you want to gear? Do you have a gear grind? Well, my phone just rang, and I wish Amish would not call me at 7 p.m. at night. Why are Amish people calling you for sales for your job? Yes. Oh boy. But can they tell time? Are they are they are they allowed to have watches on them? I'm because, pretty sure they do. Well, I swear up and down that I always get calls at seven o'clock plus into the evening from Amish. <laughs> never, never during the normal working hours of eight to four. Well, they have to wait until other people get home so they can borrow their phone. So they can borrow their phones. That's the time they're drunk too. <laughs> do Amish get drunk? Oh fuck yeah, they do. Amish people drink like you wouldn't believe. My mind just got blown. Amish people fuck and drink more than you'll ever know. Well, hence I got 15 kids running around. There's nothing else to do. That's just like if, right, if you think about it, Amish people have nothing else to do besides think about work and fucking and drinking. That's it. They have nothing else. They don't listen to the radio. They don't have the internet. sounds a lot like not me. Right? (laughs) Maybe I should convert to being Amish. (laughs) I mean, I work a lot and drink a lot. It's not the other one. Fill in the blanks, guys. fuck a lot, yeah. But it's true. I digress. Like Amish people are some of the dirtiest motherfuckers. You'll, not not oh. just in their cleanliness that they need to bathe, yeah. but I mean as far as their their sexual things in their head. Because all these people do is think about fucking. That's all they do. Well, dude. Because what else is going to occupy your mind? It's not like you got oh the tigers really blew it last night. What the fuck? That's how you make a farmhand. Right. <laughs> right. That's I mean, a, otherwise you got to hire somebody. So that's an asset, not a liability. Yeah. They're only on by two. Your friends have the idea for that have all the the gaggles of kids, nine and kids and six kids. Fuck yeah. man, I barely like having two. Me, oh yeah, and I me love too. my kids, but what a pain in the dick. I've discovered I don't like anybody else's kids. I don't really either. <laughs> I mean, uh, my yeah, kids, right? are, my kids are tolerable I could give now. A fuck about somebody else's kids for They're, the most part. Well, the minute my kids became useful to me, it's like okay, they're all right. Yeah, this is fine. But when I had to carry the load, it's like, fuck that. That's just like, you know, my son having his, his permit now. We used to go out to dinner, and I'd have like two beers, and he'd be like, are you okay to drive? Now I have four, and I'm like, hey, you're driving, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to question it anymore. Well, you've seen it. I drag him out here, and I'm yeah. like, drive my ass home. All right. The more confident he gets, the more beers Phil is going to have. That's 100%. Yes. It's, so a couple months from now, it's going to be six, and it's going to be eight. And then it's going to be 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, then, all right. Then it's going to be, son, the dollies in the back of the truck. Go get it and wheel me out. <laughs> Been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Perfect. Go get it. So, yeah, I mean, this is what we're dealing with this day and age. What I had a bunch of stuff at Gear Grind. What was I going to talk about? Fuck, oh, Edward. We'll talk about Edward the next episode. Yeah. With opening day, the snafu. By the way, hashtag Gibby loves waffles. Oh, yeah. How was that, by the way? That was fun. 
It was a lot of fun. I feel like it, it was a butt after that. Yeah. It was surreal. It was surreal because, like, I'm walking through, and, like, Craig Monroe's right there eating breakfast, and so is Kirk Gibson, and all the TV guys are sitting there, like, hanging out. And they're just there, and I'm like, I say hi to them, and they're like, hi. Like, look at me like, do I fucking know you? And, uh, and I walk by the first time, and Gibby's sitting there eating breakfast, Kirk Gibson, and he's got just, like, four huge fucking waffles on his plate. So then I'm like, hashtag Gibby loves waffles. And then Simo, Craig Monroe, had breakfast, and he had a bunch of fruit and tater tots. And I'm like, huh. Interesting combination. There. Right? Well, Simo likes tater tots. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what's and then, to like? And then we meet Simo, Craig Monroe, and Eddie's like, oh, take a picture, take a, take a picture. So I take a picture of him. And he's like, all right, see you later. And I'm like, did, 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 I don't oh, get a hello? picture with Craig Monroe? <laughs> That's how it went down. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah. I don't get a picture with Craig Monroe. And it's a great picture. It's on the internet, and he's, he's going to frame a copy of it. Like, I took a really nice picture of him and Craig Monroe. And he's like, all right, we'll see you. And I'm like. <laughs> so how were you guys able to get uh, access to up there? So uh, Sound Like Broadcasting is an affiliate, broadcast affiliate for Tiger Baseball because ah. they carry all the games on 97.7. So he's, the thing is, is he's able to get access like that almost any game if he wanted to. But you know Edward. He's always like, well, I don't know. That might be overstepping and everything. I'm like, how is it overstepping? More media, want, coverage, yeah. more media coverage is a positive, And I try to instill this in his brain. Because they, they would let us go up on Media Row anytime and just hang out, do whatever, write your, your accounts of the game and talk about it. I mean, we're doing them a favor right now talking about Tiger Baseball, even on our well, shitty podcast. If it was real media. Yeah. If we were real media. But, if this just wasn't a, what are the extracurricular activity. Yeah. But your podcast is good. They're a shitty baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of truth to well, that. Well, that's probably why we can't get media access. <laughs> Hell, whoops. You know, <laughs> that's fine. I've got as many Two-thirds. hits as half the lineup. Right. <laughs> right. Shit, man. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. It was it was great. It was surreal. And Eddie finally included me after, what, four? This is the fourth season he's done it on opening day? Yeah. He's, he's never even thought to take me. This year, finally, I'm like, Eddie, I want to go. Like, I bought a ticket. I'm going down there for opening day. And that's when he's like, oh, you're going to take the day off and come. Well, why don't you come down and be part of mine? And then, of course, JB was going to do it. But JB backed out because he's coaching ugly baseball. So... Does JB coach like every single like yeah. season? Just ugly though. Just ugly. Well, that's what I mean for yeah. All for ugly. ugly all the time, yeah. So so Edward, I was, of course, you know, just like I am most of the time with everybody, they're plan B. So there we go. Ouch. So yeah, it really hurt. It really hurt. Still hurts. You're always my plan A, Phil. I know. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Thanks. <laughs> wow. I feel the love, man. So anyway, what ha- I might as well launch into this now since we yeah go for it. Don't go. need a fucking soliloquy here. But anyway, so's we get done broadcasting and he's like, "Oh, you want to go hang out on press row?" I'm like, "Fuck no, I want a beer because the game hadn't started yet." I'm like, "I want and and McConaughey, Jason McConaughey was there, Kyle Rich, Isaac Kineth, and uh, and Eric Kennedy were there. Biggie were there. Eric, love you, buddy. Anyway, so I'm like, "Let's go find those guys and let's go grab a fucking beer." Like, I'm at a fucking baseball game. I want to drink some beer. So we go out, and we're hanging out, and we're having a good time. We're, they had standing room only tickets. So, so we're in right center field, like, watching the game from the fence, which was great. I'm fine with that. Having a great time with the crowd. I'm fucking just pounding $12 beers like it's going out of style. And uh, about the third inning, hey, when are we going to head back up there? I'm like, Eddie, I don't know. Give, give it another inning or so. I have more beers. I'm talking to people. Like, I got these people from Canada I'm talking to, which we have new listeners from Canada, by the way. Thanks nice. for joining us. Yeah. She, like, they, two of them subscribed right there, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to check it out. They probably listened to one episode, and they're like, fuck this. But anyway. Um, no, they, they were like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so then every, like, every inning, he's like, are we going back up to the press box? We got, and I'm, like, I'm like, finally, it got to be, like, the seventh inning. He's like, we're going up after the seventh. I'm like, Sure. I grab another beer. He's like, you just grabbed another beer. And I'm like, don't worry. This will be gone before you know it. And that was probably beer number seven or eight. And uh, he's like, are you going to be drunk up on press row? I'm like, well, I'm not going to be sober. So so anyway. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so then we go up to press row for, for the ninth inning, which is good because I got to grab some pizza and, and uh, another hot dog from the. From the cafeteria area there, which they had it all, you know. Which saved you like 45 bucks. they said it was complimentary, but it never said anything nice about me the whole time. Yeah. Right. I don't understand. (laughs) That's the most bizarre thing ever. Right. 
what the hell, man? And uh, so then I'm sitting there, and uh, what's his name? Bernie from Channel 4 is sitting there, and then like a bunch of other media people I recognize. And we're just sitting there watching the ninth inning of the Tigers' loss, of course. And uh, I'm eating my food, just hanging out, and the, the game ends, and Eddie's like, all right, what are we going to do now? I'm like, well... The boys said we're, we're going to stop at a bar because we negotiated that. We're going to stop in Richmond and, you know, grab some more beers. I mean, we got to keep this party rolling, keep this rig rolling. So it was a nightmare to get out of there, of course, because it always is after opening day because it was a sellout, 44,600 people in attendance. And uh, why well, I remember that number, I don't know why. Actually, it was 610. But uh, so we get to Richmond and the boys are already there having beers. And we get talking about to Isaac about he wants to know the episode and listen to it about when we were talking about him about hooking him up with Abby. So we start listening. He's sitting there listening to it and they're commenting on that because Eric has already listened to it because Kennedy listens to the podcast yeah. when it comes out, which thank you. And uh, that started irritating Edward. So then we have a couple beers and they're like, all right, we need to head back, but we'll stop at a bar closer to home. And then he's like, nope, nope, I'm not going to do it. So I hop in with those guys and I could tell Eddie was just already just fuming about it what an asshole you are you're not gonna ride back with me you're gonna go with those guys okay i see where i rate anyway so we had some beers in the truck of course i hop in and mcconaughey's already got a box of beer in between his legs and hands me one i'm like it is all right you know so uh so we get back to between yale and uh yale and emmett there there's uh that roadhouse 19 we stop and have another beer we're having beers on the way we're listening to comedy we're having a great time it's fun well, we talked to Eddie about doing the School of Rock because now finally, finally after years, 97.7 streaming on them internets, like it's a new novel concept. And Yeah, uh, I, I did see that. So he said, this is going to be the first School of Rock that's going to be streaming all over the world. It's going to be worldwide. We need to do something. Why don't we go to your place and do it? I'm like, I don't, the last Except thing I want to do Except they haven't is, advertised it right. at all. So the last <laughs> thing I want to do is sit in my living room again and do another rock, you know, another rock show for, for selling. So... We talked to Jason, and Jason's like, we can just do it in my my man cave, because he's got this beautiful man cave up above his garage, bar. Of course, it's everything you think a rich farmer would have for their man cave, right? So it's beautiful. It's a great space. Eddie doesn't want to do that, him and Han. So it finally rolls around to Saturday, and he texts me in the morning. He's like, oh, after, after on the group text all week, we're going to do it from McConaughey's space. We had people coming over, everything else. Eddie texts me on Saturday morning. Where you at? Are you at home? And I was with my kids. I was doing the flamethrower verses, like dealing with all that. And I finally texted him, like, he texted me at 11, 11 15. Where you at? You at home? We should just probably do it maybe from your living room, do another pajama party, school of rock and whatever. And that's, I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do. I sit in my living room all the time and it fucking sucks. But anyway, so I text him about 3 30 and he's like, he's, I'm like, so are we doing the school of rock from kind of the setups? It's all set up. We're good to go. And he says, text me back. He's like, oh, I'm already recording the show. Wow. Yeah. So, does he expect, like, on the ride home, people were going to be like, hey, Eddie, can you pull up that episode of Swap Shop where you talked to the guy about, right. the, you know, hay baler? Right. That was so just great. the whole thing. So, so, Eddie, basically, this is the, this is the Tau of Eddie. He was upset about what I had done for opening day on Thursday, so he took his ball and went home about doing the show on Saturday night. I love you, Edward, but that is, that's Bush League. Right. And then let's talk about the solid state radio guys, too, gushing about them, do it, paying them, doing a show because they have a local internet radio station, you know, and they're doing so great. They're, they're awesome. Their work is great. I'm like, local internet radio station. Hmm. Local. They're two and a half hours away. Local. Hmm. hmm. I know somebody in your backyard that has one that are your alleged friends. You're not contracting and hiring them to do shows for the fucking radio station. I don't know that I would lower it by putting it on Santa. Is that Friday. that would hurt the brand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not anyway. much of a brand, but okay. it would so, still hurt it. All right. Anyway, end rant. And there we go. Scene. That's and a scene. that's a second rant tonight. <laughs> Shit, man. The record is 5. Ooh, what else can we get you going about? I don't know. I'm sure we'll get spooled up about something. I hate how windy it is in this area. Let me tell you. Really? I was yeah, I, just sitting in the office. It's like, I'm going to go outside. I got to go talk to one of the operations guys. My hat blows off. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> this is how it's going to be today? This is well, how we're doing this today. I did take 13 large trees down in my yard in the fall. The wind did or you did? I did. Oh, okay. So that, that's probably what is why. This, who's calling me from Issaquah, Washington? I don't know. Do you want to tie in an answer? Didn't you Here. live in Washington? 
this is Lori with Century 21. I'm calling to check if you're interested in buying a property. Give me a call back at 425-447-4431. These people call me about once a week. They think I have money or something. The joke's on them. They're out in Washington thinking I'm going to buy property in Issaquah, Washington. That sounds like a horrible place. It's not a bad place, actually. But why... They, all these people think I have all this money. Like, Rumor Phil gets laid a lot, and Rumor Phil has a lot of money because he's always buying businesses. Well, yeah, you're buying the bar, you're buying the bowling alley, right? buying the corner lot in there, buying property in Issaquah. Buying oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I did hear a rumor hey, about worry, you. Don't worry. Somebody's just going to back into all of them anyway. I did hear a rumor about you. <laughs> I did hear a rumor about you. Okay, go ahead. I've heard that. When are you opening up a pot shop in Deckerville? You heard that rumor? Yes. <laughs> That's another one going around, too. Well, so just, let's just add to that rumor where in Deckerville. Yes, right? That's No, I've, I've, I knew it wouldn't be long before that one that one hits, too. I liked it. I'm like, I don't think he is, but I, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I hope he does. I can't turn that. I can't deny that. That'd be pretty cool. Just saying. <sighs> You know, I'd see a lot more. You know, <laughs> I'd see a lot more. I like what you did there. <laughs> we just test product and do podcast. What could go yes. wrong? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Well, that's along. a great rumor. Holy shit. Let's, we should take let's that and run that with happen. it. Yeah, yeah, let's open a pot shop in Deckerville. Okay, done. Sold. And let's just literally sit around and just get. You get rip shitty and do podcast and sell podcasts. pot. Yeah. Okay. We still got to drink that PBR. Sounds, that sounds like the life I've always wanted. Well, yes. I ever, can't wait to call into work and be like, guys, I'm really sorry. I love working here, but. See, this is beautiful because I can live like the three quarters of San Mike County already does. And? <laughs> right? You ever do gummies yeah. and drink at the same time? Don't oh, do it. I, yeah, well, Adam's seen it. Well, no, because I, I was on microdosing. I took an edible and I was drunk. And remember, the lights were on, but nobody was home on. Yeah. That was what, Halloween? Yep. Yeah. So. We did a, a podcast, and we had somebody, a uh, good friend of the show, bring some cookies. Cookies, cookies. Yes. And uh, so I had one, and uh, I don't know, like a little while later, I wasn't feeling a whole lot. So I'm like, oh, uh-huh. what the hell? Phil, Phil had only had like a chunk of his, so I finished it. <laughs> and then I had four beers, and I needed help getting out of there. He did. He did. Almost carry him out. Like, I got to the steps, and I'm just like, whoa. whoa. He said, Slow he, down. He said, I've never seen such a gauntlet before. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to stop me. They're like, it's one step. It's four inches. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we had to, like, two of us had to get in front of him and two behind and spot him. And we got him out, though, just fine. My one buddy, first birthday, not just last year, the year before, he'd never done gummies before. He ate three of them. Oh, no. His sister's like, how many of those did you have? He's like, three. Oh, you're fucked. Ah, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. You know, one doesn't have a whole lot of effect on me, like a 10 milligram, but you get to that second one and it's like, yeah, okay. And then I always tend to have like something alcohol related with it, right? Like a beer or a yeah. shot of something. And that just puts you over the top. So I, sh- I should really, I should buy the corner building and the bowling alley and open a pot shop in Deckerville. Yes. Okay. It's sold. Or a pot shop in the bowling alley. One stop shopping. Yes. We'd never have to leave. Copy that. With every pop purchase, you get a free uh, game of bowling. Or for every game of bowling that you do and you survive it. You, you get, get a gummy? Free, yeah, you get, you get a free gummy. gummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't break the machine on, <laughs> in this game, you get a free gummy. <laughs> Love you, Roscoe. Roscoe! I, uh, I really like this idea. Okay, I'll do it then. I'll do Dude, it. Dude, have you ever even seen the people that work in a pot shop? Yeah. They are the happiest motherfuckers around. They don't give a shit about nothing. You so, go in there and be like, so I want to return. Here's what I want to do. I want to I open the pot shop, and we'll have, obviously, employees, probably several. And I want you to start spreading the rumor that I think the, I think the boss is going to pro- drug test us this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then I'll come out with a tray of drugs and be like, no, we're testing drugs this week. Oh, what a concept. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is funny how when you go in there, they can tell you everything about everything that you're oh, asking about. They're like, this is a sativa. It'll do this, this, and this. What's your, you know, what's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, it'll probably affect you like this. And the way the moon cycle is right now, you should be good. And people go for that hook, line, sinker. <laughs> you can, you know. Yeah. The thing is, is they're so believable. Right. 
When, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, then baffle them with bullshit. When you see the girl that's got a purse made out of a, a recycled Mexican blanket, you know that she has fucking tried everything. In that means some business right there, yeah. Yeah. And she pays with her dad's credit card. And and the guy wearing a pair of Birkenstocks that are not new. They, <laughs> yeah. Those are not new Birkenstocks. No. That guy has tried everything in there. And that tie-dye shirt really should be laundered. Yes, yes. <laughs> Funny thing is, it was just a white shirt when he started. <laughs> when he started this whole endeavor. All right, sold. So I'm buying the Bolinelli. We're going to put in a pot shop in the Bolinelli. I love it. We're going to have a studio in there. Yeah, we'll have a studio space. I will have a cot. Yes, we'll have some. We'll have to put some uh, some places for people to to uh, potentially take breaks and rest. You remember how Mary told you not to steal me away from her? Right, this is going to do it. It isn't may it? have just happened. Oh boy! It Sorry, may have Mary. Just happened. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, baby. You'll get visitation. That's right. <laughs> You'll have visitation rights. All right. I guess I know what I'm going to do with my life now. Yeah, I like it. This is the best decision you've made with my help in a long time. <laughs> it really is. It really is. All right, well, sold. I'll talk to Roscoe tomorrow. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Still my favorite drop I've ever made. That is a good <laughs> one. I actually put some production value into that you by did. putting the bed music behind it and everything else. Yes. Oh, it's nice. It was, that was one of my first, that was when I first, that's when I had enthusiasm and, you know, the world hadn't beaten me down. You'll have that. Yeah, right? That's like seriously like one of the best movies, Caddyshack. Right? Like far and away. I just got to give a, uh, a quick preview. Flamethrower versus. I like it. This is awesome. You should see the graphic that goes with it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm going to send as soon as, as soon as, uh, you know, production's done with it. We'll, uh. We'll, we'll get the link out to everybody because it's going on the YouTube channel. We already have a Flamethrower versus YouTube channel. Yeah. It just only has the intro on it so far, but now we must build content. Well, we've built... I think I think the hype is there. Yeah. I think a year of hype. Well, I've also... <laughs> a year of hype. We have a year of hype. A year of hype. It's a year of just this intro video, this 10-second intro video sitting out there and us talking about it about, uh, what, every third, every 10th podcast or so? Have you ever watched Will It Blend? Oh, no. Will It Blend is a great YouTube channel. So you know what pissed me off? Like, we always had the big hydraulic presses at work, and I was constantly putting shit in them to see what it would do to crush them. Yeah. And now that's a big YouTube thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, did, a I was doing it years ago. Years ago, yeah. I put like I put a bowling ball, a golf ball in there, and I never- You crushed went, a bowling ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, God. It was did amazing. you get a video of that at least? At tw- no, I didn't take video of any of it. I didn't think uh. of that. I just wanted it for my own amusement. I just so can we I also, wanted it for my spank bank. Can it be anything like that blows up or is oh yeah we could flammable. All we got to do is buy a press, man. Dude, I, I, trust me, I got I got uh, I got dibs and eyes on one. We can I can get about, us a nice ten ton what press. About flamethrower versus like hydrogen balloon. Yeah, that's already in the works. We're gonna do that. Like Chinese spy hydrogen balloon. I, I love it. Anything that's going to get the ATF called on us. Oh, it would. I'm in. I'm in. You know, no press is bad press. No. And no, I'll, like I'll take the fall. I think I'd fare better in jail than you would at this point. So so uh, they can arrest me. You're so lovable, though, Phil. Right. Are yeah. you sure about that? <laughs> I don't know. They might take advantage of me. <laughs> it's happened before. Just give them your bologna sandwich. Don't argue. <laughs> Give them a box of Fruit Loops in the morning. I was just going to say cornflakes. Yep, you're good to go. Corn pop. (laughs) That's one of my bits I did in comedy. Was my jail protection. I cracked the code. Which, by the way, I think there's open mic this Saturday night. Where at? Louisville Smoke. And I think I might go up there and do some comedy. Where is it? Louisville Smoke up in Port Hope. Oh, that place. Oh. Yeah. They've got open mic night this Saturday. What time? Uh, 7 o'clock, I think it said. Would you like support? I would. Let's uh, let me call them tomorrow and make sure because all it ever showed was like a guitar, and then an asshole playing a guitar. Then it's like you can do original songs or covers, and I'm like, can we do comedy for open mic night? I mean, that's the true essence of what open mic is. I mean, if I wanted to stand up there and like fart the national anthem, they should allow me to, right? Yeah, I mean, by rights, well, it's patriotic yeah. and melodic. Of course, and then you have to change the microphone 
wind cover afterwards, but it's okay. Well, I don't, is it still wind cover if you do that <laughs> into it? I think it's, you, I, so you're going to broken you're, wind you're, cover. You're going to want to take that off. You're going to be like, yep, there we go. All right, there we go. Nope, I'm not going to need this where we're going. Yeah, it might permeate that. This one smells like beer. It always does. <laughs> it's the microphone I use every time. I'm like, this one smells like beer. Go figure. That's very profound. If I ever talked into this microphone without having a beard, I'd probably be like, nope, nope. I'm out. Locked out. User, nope. Denied. It's like a password. It's like a rite of passage That's for that right. thing. It just scans my breath. Yep. PBR. You're good. What are you doing over there, Adam? I, I'm looking up stuff. Do you have anything? I already aired my whatever. I've had several gear grinds. Do you have any gear grinds? We haven't even asked you yet. Did we? Well, you know, I'll probably hit mine in the next episode. Oh, you think so? I've got plenty. All right. Well, thanks for not stealing my thunder. No, yours were good. <laughs> Did you want us to steal your thunder? No, it's fine. You can, yeah. Why, well, you got something? You got a gear grind? No. But who's this Abby girl that you're referring to? Because remember yesterday when I was texting you, I was catching up on your podcast, which, sorry, I tried to listen to them as they come out, but I fell a little behind. She's not here tonight, and I'm sorry. That's I didn't unfortunate. Know. That's okay, though. <laughs> You'll like Abby, though. She's a sweetheart. See, yeah. he's, he's throwing his hat in the ring as a contender, too. Can you help me out? Yeah, we'll yeah. help you out. We have connections. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at two of them right now. We know people. So you Three. don't you don't <laughs> mind if we do a dating style dating game? Would you be I'm down amenable to that? I am right. down with that. We should do that for our 365th episode. So, Which, by the way, we're going to celebrate our 365th episode because then you can listen to a, a podcast a day for an entire year at that point. And that's coming up in about a month, a little over a month here. Our dating game is going to work a little different though than a standard one. We're not going to ask you questions and put you all through that kind of shit. We're just going to line you guys up. Nobody can see your face, but your dong will be on full display. <laughs> okay, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. No, we're not well, going. It was to over do before that. it started. <laughs> we we don't have the entertainment license to do that. No, no, no. We we uh, no. It's we'll not be, video. We'll we don't asking, need a we don't need a Netflix special made about us yet. Yeah, the dongs at uh, the dongs at the blue. The night it all went south. Blue dongs. Blue dongs. I blew myself. <laughs> Oh, no, we'll ask insightful questions about, like, if you were to order a shot for you and Abby, what kind of shot would you order? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Right? Crap, I really got to think about that. Right? <sighs> I got a month to prepare. Obvious. I got a month to prepare. So here's what I'll the do. Here's, obvious. What I'll, here's what I'll do for you. What's that? Since, hold on, hold on. Since I really like you, we're going to compile questions for this show, and I'll, I'll give you over half of them so you can pre. And I'm not going to do that for any of the other contestants. Not even Isaac. It, nope. Isn't isn't the isn't the answer obvious? Whatever if you're the gonna lady order wants. a drink. Yeah. No. Oh, you get get her a shot of Jameson and tell her deal with it, bitch. <laughs> it's obviously a sex on the beach. Right. With a girl. We're, we're in Port Sandline. <laughs> right, right. And there is a beach. I don't know, it seems obvious to me. <sighs> I don't think like that. Me neither. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> I mean, there's a shot called Sex in the Backseat of My Volkswagen. Maybe I'd order that one. What? <laughs> Wait, what? You don't have a Volkswagen. <laughs> no, but, no, but she did. That's a, yeah, that's a direct, direct reference to Mallrats. Remember, he likes to screw women in uncomfortable places. What, like the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> that's an 81 Honda. How that's, dare you? How dare you? It's a prelude. Oh, boy. Oh, no. All right. Dating style game it is. I'm down. I like it. Why not? We were originally going to do that with me. Hello? Then... This is Jesus speaking. <sighs> Likewise. <laughs> Freaking Jesus. Well, should we try to call that? Do you want to try to call that same place? Do, we, do you still have the of number? Of course I still have the number. I'm not going to lose that number. We spoke to Jesus, for Christ's sake. Going into Easter weekend, of all things. That's right. crazy. I know. What he has are, risen. What are the odds? All right, uh, let me know when you're ready. Which Quiznos are you calling tonight? No, this is a Jersey Mike's. Actually. Oh, Jersey Mike's. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. It's, uh, are you ready? It's 358.1 miles away. It's in Mission, Texas. Uh, let me know when you're ready for the number, and we'll give him a call. Ooh. Uh, hang on. Ooh. I got to get reconnected here. Reconnected? Well, I disconnected because I thought you were going to. Mm-mm. All right, fire away. Nine five six, nine nine seven, three nine four four. 
Do you want to handle this one, or do you want me to? And do you want to ask for Jesus directly? <clears throat> I'll let you handle it. All right. You're on a roll this episode. I feel like they're going to say I talk too much. Thanks for calling Jersey Mike. Did you know we deliver? <clears throat> Download our app or order that. online at jerseymike.com. Then customize your sub. You can have it delivered or pick it up in the store. We offer a sub above. Thanks for calling Jersey Mike. Sherry, Jason speaking. How may I help you? Jason? Did you yes. say, Jason, how you doing? Hey, is Jesus there tonight? No, uh, I think he comes in tomorrow. Oh, Jason, or Jesus will work tomorrow. You're Jason. How you doing, Jason? Good. Good? Are you having a good night? Did you have a good Easter? Yeah. All right. We just called the chat for a second. We wanted to check back in with Jesus because we spoke to him last week, and he made our Easter a lot better. Um, hopefully you had one, too. Um, so we'll maybe give a call tomorrow to speak with him. Um, how's business tonight? Are you guys busy? Uh, it, it picked up. It picked up? That's good. How's the weather? You're in Mission, Te Mission Texas, right? Yeah. Uh, what's it, like 95 degrees there today? I'm not sure. I've, I haven't been outside. You haven't been hours. outside? Yeah. Are they just, are they yeah, just like... Man, they're just working you like crazy. All right, Jason. Well, I won't hold you up because I know you're busy, but uh, we'll check in with Jesus later. But tell tell him we said hi next time you see him, please, okay. if you can. All right. We got that going for us. All right. Have a good night, buddy. Likewise. Son of a got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> he saw what I was doing there. Oh. He said likewise, too. Uh, yeah. Is that part of their like corporate training or something? For Probably. The for their phone etiquette? Maybe down there it is. Yeah. I don't hear that very often. Although, I, I don't want to sound racist here, but it's going to be. Jason sounded an awful lot like Jesus. He did. I thought it was going to, when I heard the, I was like, <laughs> yes, home run. They must have caller ID down there. Right. It's like, oh, not those guys Hello? again. Is this Jesus speaking? Likewise. <laughs> it was definitely Jesus. So there we go. So now you've got your weekly Jesus update report. He works tomorrow for anybody who wants to know. So if you, I said the number on air, so you, you did. <laughs> go ahead and call. Just rewind a little bit. And, uh, oh, wait, but tomorrow will be Tuesday. This episode doesn't come up. Well, you can call in the evening. Yeah, if you're he'll listening. Be there. Yeah. Because Texas is two hours behind us, time zone wise. What the is, dog doing? Yeah. It is 956 997 3944. That is Jersey Mike's in Mission, Texas. Talk to Jesus on your own. I mean, we talk to Jesus. I had the best Easter I've ever had. I, I tell Jesus we sent you. I ate eight deviled eggs yesterday, and let me tell you what, this morning was magical. So my sister doesn't make deviled eggs usually with horseradish in them. Uh huh. Which to me, not deviled, just an egg. But like, she made them with plenty of horseradish. Oh, ridiculous! Was not a good ride home for anybody else. And he had control of the window locks. Right? Yeah. Well, I had a hard time last night because I went over to see her. And uh, it was hard to contain myself for a little while there. Oh, boy. Good thing we went for a walk. It was outside. <laughs> I blamed it on the dog. Oh, you blamed it on the poor dog. I did. Oh. Poor Waylon. Waylon's oh, just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Waylon's like, dude, you're nasty. <laughs> And normally he sticks his nose right in my ass. He didn't last night at all. <laughs> Stayed clear. Right. Stayed like, uh -uh, clear. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not tonight, Bucko. That's where I spelled out that walk. <laughs> he he wanted the, to be fair, he found a dead fair. deer and wanted to roll in it, but yet he wouldn't stick his nose in my asshole. So what does that tell no, you? He, he was like, you know what? I want to get to know you. Not that well tonight. <laughs> but this dead deer? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I will just uh, I will just be all over that. <laughs> You'll have that on these bigger jobs. <laughs> oh dear! Lord. So that's how I'm living. Well, you know, nothing wrong with that. Difference between living and living well. That's right. <sighs> you ever been to that main event in Cass City? No. Oh, it's actually a very cool place. Really? You should go there sometime. Yeah. Okay. They have like anything you want to do: axe throwing. Uh, that what do you call that football bowling? Like a throw a football at bowling? bowling? Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Batting cage, cornhole, karaoke. I suck at karaoke. 
As you can tell. Damn, well, there you we, go. We can do Elvis. I feel like I'm missing a thing or two. I like it. Oh, golf simulator. Really? Yeah. They got it all. I tried Damn. a sex simulator once. It didn't do anything for me. And then just... It was just me bored. jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was awkward because somebody was watching. Weird. I think that was why I had to pay them. <laughs> That's a hell of a simulation right there. Like, they're like, we have a sex simulator. It was just basically porn and me jerking off with some dude watching. Yeah. That is weird. I'm like, I don't know. Normally, I do this in the privacy of my own home, but okay. If you want to watch, I mean. Or in public bathrooms. Right. Or in public bathrooms. Adam was talking about his French-Canadian customer earlier today that wanted him to give him the rusty croissant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We. Sorry. We. 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 The old rusty croissant. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. The old rusty croissant. Are you okay there? Gonna make it? I'm gonna finish that. Not right away. Give me some time, meow. Right meow? Meow. Right meow. Gonna finish it right meow. Do you guys have anything else to talk about this episode? You know, I don't, and I feel like we're at about an hour five. We probably are. That's a funny meow, is it? Right? I'm going back so I can look. Not so funny meow, is it? Yeah, it's probably about time to get out of here. Yeah, it, it's got to be. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. Uh, we're at 56. Oh, we're at 50. Oh, we can talk for a few more minutes. What else do we want to talk about? Well, I'm more, really disappointed. More rusty croissants, more noses and assholes. We didn't get touched deer. by Jesus tonight. We did not get touched by Jesus. <laughs> did you like the cover art for that episode? The, the I Jesus did. Save sign? I did. I, I, I already said it, but I told the kids the whole story, and they're like, no way. So I had them listen to the call. They thought that was fucking hysterical. What it was got, great. The problem was, is like, we had something perfect there, too, when we talked to the subway lady who's worked there for 18 years. Like, I wanted yeah. to know more. Dude, she's seen the evolution. Right. Jared. Jared, revelant, be fat, revelant, come and go, yeah. be a cum dumpster in prison. Yeah. Like, she's seen the whole evolution of Jared. That's like a yeah. full circle right there. Right. And not in a good way. No. No. Not when that circle is your sphincter in jail. It's not good for anyone. No. I wonder if he's still alive. I don't know. I, I, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, you're gonna look. <laughs> I said somebody could go- great googly brace yourselves, everybody. He probably got fat again, and he's got all kinds of tattoos. Oh, you know, he very well could. Because I mean, if you would think about it, being skinny and attractive in prison is probably not what you the play you want to make. So you're saying be fat and disgusting and have a lot of tattoos? Right. And never never shower. Never shower. Well, I mean, that's where they get you anyway. He's, he's alive? He's alive and still in prison. He was married and now he's divorced. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder why. <laughs> was he married to a 12-year-old boy? Oh. I wonder what Legitimate the grounds... Legitimate question with I him. wonder what the grounds for divorce were. He likes little boys. That's what he was sentenced to? Well, he ended up serving 18 years. He's out now? 15 years and 8 months. He's out now? We should get his number and call him for the show. Tell us about your subway experience. Tell us more about prison. How was the food? Was it better than subway? (laughs) It has to be. The ironic thing was they probably had it. They probably served him subway every day because that would be a sentence right there. But not the skinny subs. You're really not a fan of so, Subway, are you? No. Was the sex better before or after prison? Oh. <laughs> before or after. <laughs> was, it, was it you that shared that heavy-duty mayonnaise thing? Did you remember seeing that? Maybe. What I, would call for heavy-duty mayonnaise? Because it's like shows a... It's like... It, sh- it, just, it shows... Uh, it shows mayonnaise, and it says... Ex- or it says heavy-duty mayonnaise, then extra heavy-duty mayonnaise. Like... What's the difference? It was like a Gordon food service. That was just a spoof, but it was still hilarious. Like, what instance would you need extra heavy-duty mayonnaise for? I don't know. It's all marketing, man. It's all marketing. So, I'm going to eat the other onion ring. What would make you think, if you're Jared, and you're hocking subs out there, right? I mean, literally, it's the best that a fat guy can hope for if you're not Chris Farley. Mm -hmm. And then it's just to die famous. But, like... You're Jared. You're a former fat guy. 
you're hawking subs, making tons of money. And you just think, you know what? I am at I, I'm at the peak of everything, so I think I'm gonna bang little boys. Or at least look at pictures of them and No, he actually traveled across oh, state he? lines to solicit sex with a young child. Oh my. So you're saying you really went out of his way for that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it was in his backyard or anything. He went the extra third of a yard. Foot long, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> We're terrible at math. Well, let's just say, sorry to the victims, but Jesus Christmas, what the hell? If you're a high-profile dude like that, like, why would you even, like... He was set, literally. Would, if you wouldn't think it just it. be enough to know you could get anything you wanted on a fucking sub anywhere right. in the country? You had subs for life. You were recognizable. You're a celebrity. Uh, his net worth before he went into prison was a couple million dollars. Yeah. So it's like, why do you feel the need to still have to, like... Somebody's like casually like a Happy Gilmore. Like, I got this really kind of cool free subs for life gift card kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's how we yeah. treated it. Like, not a big deal. Not, yeah, yeah, it's not. Like, that's the essence you know, of a big deal. It's not enough for me. It's not enough. Like, yeah. I want so, to bang what? little boys. I, right. Absolutely. No, I just, I've got this urge that I just have to fulfill. So, serious question. If you were going to get a free gift card for life to any fast food restaurant, what would it be? Arby's, Arby's Wendy's, or Taco Bell. One of those three. Oh, well, Arby's is definitely up there. Yeah. It would not be McDonald's. I do like Taco Bell quite a bit. Oh, I love Taco Bell. But it this doesn't is the, This is the longest I've gone without Taco Bell in a long time, because I've gone about a month and a half without Taco Bell. Holy son of, shit. Son of a yeah. bitch, I want to go to Taco Bell. Cadoba. Right? Cadoba would be up there. Cadoba would be good, too. Culver's. Culver's. Oh, I know. We it. like boxes. No, Taco so Bell, you see yeah. their menu is totally different online. Yeah. Is it really? But it will make you spend more money because you're like, oh, I want to try that'd this. be really oh. good with guac on it. Oh. And it is. I know. So the thing is, and there's a lot of science to that, and this is what they're figuring out. Like, if you, and this is why McDonald's is going to this, like, you know, and not like no person ordering because you'll spend more money because it's easily more customizable. Whereas when you see somebody in front of you, especially if they're struggling to figure out where shit's at on the the point of sale system, you're not going to ask for, you know, the add-ons, the extras, because you're right. like, fuck, this person's... Are. But if you're doing it yourself, you're like, fuck yeah, guac, fuck yeah, extra onions, fuck yeah, lick my asshole, you know? And just, yeah. like, hit that button, right? Just a side note on the Jared thing. Okay. There's a Google question here that says, how many pounds did Jared lose eating Subway? The answer is, we don't know, but he gained a lot of pounds in prison. <laughs> Uh, ah, that's a solid joke right there. You're welcome. <laughs> well, he went from entertaining footlongs with his mouth to entertaining footlongs with, yeah. Oh, dad boy. <laughs> probably his mouth, too. Yeah, probably still that. Deal, they, the, the guy just walks up and says, dealer's choice tonight, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he probably got that every night. Right. Ah, oh, boy. But you know, back to your point about just, like, order online versus, like, Say in the like in the drive through, like I'm always feel like I'm under pressure in the drive through. I want to try something different, right? But then I'm like, forget it. I was gonna the same thing. It's like I got like ten people behind there's me. There's a lot of, off. no. There's a ton of science to this. There's yeah. a ton of science to it. Like oh. you can get a Mexican pizza, with extra red sauce. Dude. I did not know that Mexican pizzas. Add hey, add onions to your Mexican pizza next time too, Ooh. dude. I add everything. I get a Mexican pizza. It's like four inches thick and comes in two boxes. That's right. <laughs> I'd love to come in two boxes sometime. Uh-huh. Well. Go to Taco Bell drive-thru. Hooah! You want fat people making your Taco Bell? It does amazing things for you. It, it, well, you've heard the theory, right? They, you want it, fat people making your Taco Bell because they're going to make it how they want it. Because right. yeah. Taco Bell doesn't, they don't weigh everything on a scale. They're just slopping ingredients onto shit. If you go and there's a skinny person making there, your Taco Bell. I had Bell. a skinny person make a taco for me at Taco Bell once that like put like, a, it was like a pencil thin thing of meat. A little smattering of cheese, and the rest of the shell was filled with lettuce. And I'm like, what good fucking does this do for me? So if you don't get a seven-layer burrito, five of those layers are going to be lettuce. Your phone rings. With a skinny person. Fat person, you're getting all the gooey stuff. Right? Yeah, they're going to make it so... I mean, you know fat people love nothing more than to ruin their clothes with the food they're eating, so they're going to ruin your clothes, too. Yeah, which is... Miserable company. Right. Well, I guess it's not really misery because I'm enjoying it. Right. Oh, man, when fat people make your Taco Bell, it's the best thing ever. Oh, it is so good. Those onion rings are really good. I think I'm hungry. Who's, cook, who's cooking tonight? I don't know who's cooking. I haven't asked yet. Are they fat? Yes. 
So who is everybody here? I haven't been down to the blue in three Bruh. years. Bruh. Well, Zach's working behind the bar. Maximo's back there. Jess is our waitress. Ah. And I don't know who's cooking back there. We'll ask him in a second. Ah! There she is. You're not cooking tonight. Who's cooking tonight? Oh. Perfect. But I'm not talking on this. Hugs, not drugs. No, hugs, not drugs. Thank not, you. Not talking on this. On this, this, the podcast. Say it, say it. Vis a vis. Say what it is. It is the podcast. Well, now hmm. I don't know if I'm going to order my wings now because I don't know. Hmm. What don't you know? You don't know who's cooking? I know who's cooking. Oh. But I don't, she doesn't like special orders very much. But I'm special. It, I'm special. Okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm special. It'll I went to the okay. Olympics. What's it'll that? Be, it'll be okay. It'll be okay for Tata time. Yeah. Oh, we yes. probably should. I, now we definitely have to be over an hour. We're like in an hour five now, I feel like. We are. Let's get out of here for this episode. We've got two more to go, so let's, let's not waste all of the magic on a Tuesday. All right. Well, you know, I'll, uh, I'll do this. Oh, shit. All right. Well, thanks for listening to my rants, and if I talk too much... Uh, Give Adam a call and let him know. He's you Adam Pilkins. He's Adam Pilkins. I'm Phil Nickel. John Crazier, thanks for joining us. Silent N sat in and did some research for us about Jared. We appreciate that. We didn't get to talk to Jesus, but maybe next time. Jason, I don't know, didn't seem like a great substitute, but that's okay. I think they're the same person. As always, I said it already, but thanks for listening. The PNA Podcast Express is brought to you by Make Good Choices. 